Here is the closing Schwab market update for Friday, August 4th. The major U.S. stock indexes moved lower Friday as investors digested July's slowing but still resilient job numbers and a mixed batch of quarterly earnings reports, leaving the S&P 500 index, blue-chip Dow Jones Industrial Average, and tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite all down for the week. Stocks look like they may shake off an early wobble and moved higher for much of the afternoon, only for the enthusiasm to fade in the last couple of hours of trading. The late weakness came despite a pullback in 10-year yields, which had moved above the psychologically important 4% level earlier this week, much to the chagrin of stock market bulls as rising yields can hurt demand for stocks. Nathan Peterson, Schwab's Director of Derivatives Analysis, attributed the session's late fizzle to a combination of technical factors and the fact that earnings season is nearly over, leaving fewer opportunities for potential good news-driven surges. This week was the worst one for stocks since the banking turmoil in March. On the economic front, the Labor Department said early Friday the U.S. created 187,000 jobs in July. That's a slight increase from the downwardly revised 185,000 jobs added in June, but slower than the 200,000 increase analysts were expecting and the smallest increase in more than a year. However, hourly wages still rose 0.4% in July from the month before, which was faster than the 0.3% analysts expected. On an annual basis, wages were up 4.4%. The unemployment rate edged down to 3.5% from 3.6%, and the underemployment rate ticked down as well to 6.7%, suggesting a relatively tight labor market. The jobs report shows that unemployment remains low, but wage growth continues to be higher than the Federal Reserve would like to see, according to fixed-income strategists at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. The Fed has been looking for signs of loosening in the job market as part of its campaign against inflation. The report suggests that the Fed will stay on hold and leave the door open to more rate hikes, they write in a report. Nonetheless, the trend is towards slower job growth. Investors were pricing in an 86% probability that the Fed will keep rates at their current range of 5.25% to 5.50% when its rate-setting committee convenes in September, according to the CME FedWatch tool. Here is where the major benchmarks ended for the day and the week. The S&P 500 index ended 24 points lower, or 0.53%, at 4,478.03, and was down 2.27% for the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended 150 points lower, or 0.43%, at 35,065.62, and was down 1.11% for the week. And the Nasdaq Composite ended 50 points lower, or 0.36%, at 13,909.24, and was down nearly 3% for the week. The 10-year Treasury note yield pulled back 12 basis points to 4.055%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, rose by a point to 17.33. As far as stocks on the move today... Airbnb shook off early losses and gained about 0.3% as investors weighed the company's better-than-expected forecast for the current quarter against slowing growth in bookings. Apple was down more than 4% after iPhone sales for the last quarter disappointed, overshadowing the company's better-than-expected earnings and revenue. 
Amazon was up more than 9% after delivering better-than-expected results for last quarter. And Amgen was up 5.5% after the biotech company and Dow Component delivered better-than-expected quarterly results. Atlassian rose more than 17% after the software company reported better-than-expected results for last quarter. Block dropped about 13.6% after the company behind the Square Payment Processing Service reported disappointing gross payment volume numbers for the last quarter, which overshadowed its better-than-expected earnings and revenue. Bookings Holdings was up about 9% after the room booking service delivered better-than-expected quarterly results and an upbeat forecast for travel demand. Cloudfare was up about 8% after reporting better-than-expected quarterly results and offering a more upbeat forecast for the full year. Coinbase was down about 2.7% in a volatile day after reporting a drop in revenue and bigger loss than the previous quarter. The Securities and Exchange Commission is suing the largest U.S. cryptocurrency exchange for allegedly operating as an unregistered exchange, broker-dealer, and clearing agency. DraftKings was up more than 3.7% after delivering better-than-expected quarterly results and a better sales forecast. Dropbox was up nearly 6% after reporting better-than-expected quarterly earnings. Fisker was down about 6% after the electric car maker lowered its production forecast, which more than offset its smaller-than-expected loss for the quarter. Fortinet dropped about 25% after the cybersecurity company said economic uncertainty had prompted customers to delay signing deals. That warning weighed on cybersecurity peers Palo Alto Networks, which was down about 8%, and CrowdStrike, which dropped more than 3.6%. And Tupperware surged nearly 45% after announcing a debt restructuring deal that will save it from ceasing operations. Earnings season will be slowing next week, with some two-thirds of S&P 500 companies having reported. Perhaps the most prominent company expected to report next week is Walt Disney, scheduled after the close on Wednesday. Others to watch include UPS, Under Armour, Eli Lilly, and Lyft. Next week's data calendar will reward patience, as two of the most closely watched monthly data points will be released on Thursday and Friday, the July Consumer Price Index, or CPI, and the July Producer Price Index, or PPI, respectively. Nathan says expectations for the overall CPI to have risen 0.2% and the core rate, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, to have gained 0.2%. Next week's CPI report will be significant because of the 15% jump in oil prices in July, he adds. On a year-over-year basis, expectations are for the overall CPI to have risen 3.3% in July, picking up from June's 3% increase, and for the core rate to have risen 4.8%, which would be unchanged from the month before. Remember, June of 2022 represented the worst of the post-pandemic inflation surge, with the annual rise in the CPI peaking above 9% that month. A subsequent decline in year-over-year rates says the Fed's rate hikes took hold could skew annual comparisons this year.